I've waited a few days to leave my review for this episode. I had hoped that the time would help me put my thoughts in order and give me some distance from my emotional reaction. I still need more time to step back and look at the season as a whole, but here at least are some thoughts on the final episode of Season 3. My name is Becky B, and this is Episode 25 of the Concentrated Groundercast, five-minute commentary on the CW's The Hundred. This is my review of Episode 316, Perverse Instantiation Part 2. I know in sci-fi shows we often have to suspend our disbelief for the sake of the story, but there were just so many things in this episode that were hard to ignore. Like, how did those chipped people climb the outside of the skyscraper with their bare hands? Does the chip now give superhuman strength? What happened to those chip people that were still climbing when Allie was deactivated? How did Murphy know the Latin word to activate the chip? Why didn't they hang Ontari upside down like they did the grounders? At very least, they could have had Clark sitting closer so they didn't have to fill eight feet of plastic tubing with Ontari's blood and run it up and over an IV stand. And before you email me to explain the symbolism of Clark sitting on the commander's throne, yeah, I get it. If you know Allie sees everything that Jasper sees, why would you leave him in the same room as you? Why was Pike shot in the gut in the last episode, and then sliced in his leg, but he still seemed unhurt? If Allie updates to version 2 of her program, wouldn't that update overwrite Allie 1? How does writing code in the physical shape of a raven on a screen make a raven graphic appear? There's a whole City of Light rabbit hole we could go down, but this is supposed to be a short review. All those things aside, the more I think about it, what I think the finale really struggled with was pacing. In a nutshell, I think there should have been much less torturing Clark to get her to take the chip, and much more Clark and the City of Light. And not just because of Lexa, though that's part of it, but because while Clark getting tortured was just more of the same. Clark and the City of Light was the climax of the Alley storyline and deserved a much better treatment than it received. Really, there could have been an entire episode of Clark running through the City of Light, overcoming the obstacles, and finding the kill switch. With the combination of Clark's Season 1 outfit, clean hair, and Lexa, I would have watched the heck out of that. But to give credit where credit is due, where I thought the writers did well with pacing was the awakening scenes. Every character's plotline was given a moment to resolve. Even minor characters like Miller and Brian were given a moment, and I appreciated that. Was I supposed to feel bad when Octavia killed Pike? Was I supposed to feel as if Pike had redeemed himself and Octavia was walking down a dark path? I think that is how I was supposed to feel, but I didn't. Actually, I think I might have laughed a little when it happened. Juice drain, juice down, Pike. The highlight for me, of course, was Lex's return. I think I could feel a five-minute podcast just fangirling over every second that happened, and the smirk. Thank you, Alicia, for the smirk. I could record another five-minute podcast just on the exchange between Allie, Becca, and Clark. At first it bothered me that Becca wasn't very helpful to Clark. She didn't fight very hard for her case. But on second watching, I realized that Becca was fulfilling the role of the flame by only being a counselor. I have no doubt that Clark's statement that we have to overcome pain was the theme for this season and the culmination of Clark's journey since Mount Weather. However, it felt flat to me. 
I think because I haven't really seen Clark overcoming her pain at all. I've just seen her suppressing it. Hopefully after the events of this episode, she'll get a chance to have a good cry and a stiff drink. I doubt the flame will come back in season four. It's an interesting idea. I'm sad that they didn't let Clark keep it. Now there's been some talk that the I love you line was added much later in post-editing, and re-watching the scene, I have to totally agree with that. Some people have criticized that choice, but I just think it shows that the creators of the show were listening to fans and trying to make a finale that attempted to fix, in some small way, their earlier missteps. I, for one, am grateful. And the fact that fans were heard, it makes me feel hopeful for the next season. I think if I really step back, if I separate all my expectations and emotional investments, and I just look at it like it's just a TV show on the CW, I have to say that the finale was good. It was more than good. It was exciting, and it looked and sounded amazing, and it was thrilling. And so what if everything that I hoped would happen didn't happen? Clark is still alive. And we have another season to explore her and many of the other characters that we've learned to love. There are many hours of the hundred still ahead. And I'm hopeful that there's better things to come. This has been Becky B for the Concentrated Groundercast. Thanks for listening. You can catch me on Twitter or Tumblr at Groundercast. <laughs>